And welcome back to Beyond, Beyond the Void. Horror Podcast. That's right, it's episode 223. And today we're going to be talking about one old, one new of the movie Wrong Turn. First one came out in 2003, and the new reboot, I would say, is from... 2021? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just came out. I mean, it was in the theaters this uh, past couple of weeks. Then they put it out on VOD here on the 23rd, so... Mm-hmm. We decided to jump into it and revisit the old one because it's been a long time since I've seen the the original. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how many I watched of the franchise, to be honest with you. How Did many, you watch? Uh, this is my first time watching this. How many are there in the franchise? Well, there's seven, including the new one that just came out. Oh, wow. So I Holy thought there crap. was seven before this new one, and there was eight total. Uh-huh. But yeah, I guess it's always been seven. So. Oh, okay. But I also get confused with the, with Wrong Turn and Dead Snow because they're so kind of oddly similar. Only one's in the snow, and it's with Nazis, and then Dead one, Snow? Yeah. Wasn't that called... Well, it's just like zombie Nazis and stuff, I think. Oh, okay. I think they did a bunch of those, too. I was thinking of Dead End because that came out in 2003. I don't know. Wait, Dead End? Are you talking about the one with, what's her name, who jumps out of the car? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Was that Thanksgiving? (laughs) Yeah, we did an episode on that. That shit was funny. Yeah, I was trying to... The lady from Conjuring, what is it? I don't know. I don't remember. Well, anyway... There's just a, quite a few of them. I mean, maybe we'll go down the franchise hole in the future, but uh, I don't know. I think it just like, I, I don't know. This whole franchise is us all over the place, and I kind of just gave up on it after a while. Uh-huh. So I think the last one, the last wrong turn they had was in 2015 or something like that before this new reboot. Mm-hmm. So it's been a little bit of time. I'm sure there's somebody out there like, why would you ever make a remake of this golden franchise? It's like, eh, come on, dude. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, how are you doing? What's going on with you? I'm excited to start our diet this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, guys. I'm going to be doing, well, I'll probably still do shots, but it's well, only like, like once a week. Yeah, yeah it's, so it's a week. like, whatever. I will too. Might as well. Yeah. I already gave it up. Plus, I'll just fucking do a lot of fucking chocolate. Oh, yeah. How am I going to do that? No, you get like a little bit of chocolate every day. Yeah, but I'm talking about the other kind of chocolate. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't do that that often either, so right. it's not that big a deal. So right. I'm not a pothead or anything. <laughs> <laughs> the other chocolate. Yeah. I get weirded out sometimes. Like, I'll be streaming and I'll be like, uh, I gotta go, guys. I'm feeling weird. You know, like, so then I go and throw up. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> it's just weird when you're not doing it with somebody else. You know what I mean? So you're just kind of like sitting there like, uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. Anyway. But yeah, no, so this week we I did a review of Sacrifice that just came out in 2021 on YouTube. I have another review that I, I did a couple of reviews on, <laughs> that I haven't put up yet because I just was not excited about how I talked about it so much. But maybe I'm just being too critical and just need You're to look at it. You're being too critical. Just put them up. Yeah, I don't know. I did a few, but I was just like in a weird kind of tired spot. And I just was like, am I low energy? You know, mm-hmm. stupid things you think about when you do this shit, you know? So, but uh Yeah. There's some movies that I'm looking forward to. I've got Demons coming in the mail here soon. The 4K HDR versions of Demons 1 and 2, which I'm super stoked about that Arrow put out. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm just waiting for the Zavi order to come in by Wednesday this week. So oh. every day I've been checking the mailbox to see if it's in there. And it's, of course, going to take a long time. Right. They changed some shit, too, by the way, guys. For you, for those of you who are trying to ship things to England... The cost of shipping is insane. Wow. Like, it is, like, they want, if it's over a $150 item, you have to pay, like, 30% of the product. Oh, my God. Or something, or more than that, I think. It's, like, something crazy that they just passed, and I was like, holy crap. But I don't think it costs the same to transfer from England to here, so I can Mm. still order, you know, like... 4K copies that, you know, are region free. Right. Although there's also region, regioned 4K discs. Whoever you are, you fucking piece of shit that decided to make region 4K discs should be shot. I swear to God, like we have been fighting tooth and nail for unregioned discs forever. But it's something to do with the distribution of all these movies. But we got the Makahal, which is the Freddy Krueger rip-off movie, the Bollywood rip-off movie that I really want to get because we did an episode on that here and we loved it. Uh So, well, loved it enough that it's just like a so bad it's good kind of film. Uh Uh-huh. So, and that was a really big episode actually too. So I'd love to have that copy, but... Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else notable that you guys might want to know. Got some really uh, good movies coming up this summer, I know. So we'll try to stay on top of that, either for the YouTube or here. We're kind of mixing it up here lately, huh? A lot. Yeah, because yeah. it's like it's like we want to see new stuff, but we also want to see old stuff, and we're just kind of all over the place. So we don't even know what we're going to be watching by the end of this episode, guys. So we'll tell you at the end. So if you always want to check out what we're doing next week, we usually have the end of the podcast talk. You can always skip to that whenever you're done. Mm-hmm. But I think it might be that time. What time is it? Horse shots. All right, guys, so we decided to do one of the movies for this shot, and we figured, you know, let's go with the old, original, the classic. If you're going to do a shot, I don't know, sometimes we do it off the new one, but whatever. When it comes to, like, original versus remake, you might as well, I don't know. We did um, the first wrong turn from 2003, which in that movie, of course, is the bunch of inbred cannibals. And uh, a lot of them have some things in common, like their distorted faces and their lips don't cover all of their teeth. So, <laughs> so I thought, hey, maybe maybe we should do a, a drippy lip. <laughs> <laughs> and what are drippy lips like? <laughs> they probably like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I don't know what the rationale of this is, guys, but we wanted to do something different with the shot than we've done. So this is the drippy lip. It's basically three-fourths of a shot of peanut butter 
whiskey, 99 pr- or the 99 peanut butter whiskey, right? Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, and then... It's grape Smirnoff ice. S- grape Smirnoff ice. <laughs> so essentially making a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But it's ice. So if you have another like 99 grape, I would use that, a third of that. We thought that's what we had, so we just kind of went with it. So mm-hmm. I'll change that in the notes so that, <laughs> you know, because the ice is probably going to throw this fucking shot way off. Yeah, I'm not excited. And Christina's doing it with us. I'm going to do it. So All cheers. Right, cheers. Clink. To a good episode. To a good episode. Oh, no. Oh. No. Oh. I didn't even finish mine. Oh, it tasted good at first, and then the ice part kicked in. Oh, oh God, no. Definitely don't do ice. Do the 99 grapes. (laughs) Oh, the ice part is gross. Oh, it's fucking disgusting. It does taste like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right away, though. No, it doesn't. It It did for me. No, it doesn't. No. Ooh, that was was an interesting shot, guys. That's probably one of the worst shots I've taken. Long time. But it's that ice. I'm telling you, it's that ice. They get that it mint. Burns. It's got the minty flavor in there. Oh, okay. That's why it's all fucked up. Oh, God. Yeah, but at least try the 99 grape and the 99 fucking peanut butter and put them together and try it. It's actually not that bad. Uh, but, uh, oh, man, the ice oh, was a burns. bad idea. That was bad. Oh, that was weird, Christina. <laughs> What? We should go out, live out in the woods, and start <laughs> eating people. Anyway, if you guys would like to try a drippy lip, all you got to do is go down to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, guys, so now we're going to get into our flash and potatoes of Wrong Turn from 2003 and. Wrong turn from 2021. We're going to go ahead and do that right now. That fucking shot. Oof. Oof, man. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to puke or shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, so we're back. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, we're going to kick it off, obviously, with the chronological order of these movies that came out. And we're going to start with the original, which Christina did the work on. So go ahead. Wrong turn, 2003. Chris Flynn is driving through the backwoods of West Virginia on the way to an interview when he has an accident with a group of five friends. Their car is also damaged. Because he hit it. Right. (laughs) So four of them set off to find help, leaving two behind to watch the cars. One by one, they get picked off by a bunch of mutated inbred hillbillies. That's right. Tagline, get lost in the woods and you're dead meat. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Directed by Rob... Schmidt, he also did The Alphabet Killer from 2008, Crime and Punishment in Suburbia, Speed of Life. More recently, he's done a bunch of episodes uh, for Your Worst Nightmare, that show on the ID Network. Mm, like a bunch I haven't of heard of it. I have. It's awesome. I'm pretty sure it's on Hulu. Written by Alan McElroy. Mm-hmm. He was the writer on Halloween 4, 
thrice. The return of Michael Myers. Right. Uh, also thrice, Michael versus Jason. That was his own, fa- as a fan thing. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. And others. Starring Desmond Harrington, who plays Chris. He was in The Neon Demon. He played Joey in Dexter. And he was also in Ghost Ship. Hmm. Eliza Dushku, who plays Jesse. She was in The Alphabet Killer. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Bring it on. Eloise, remember that movie from 2016? And she's also had reoccurring roles on Buffy, Vampire Slayer, and Angel, mm-hmm. which was before this movie. She was also in True Lies. I'm pretty sure she played their daughter. Yeah, I think you might be right. I, it's been a while, though. Yeah. Emmanuel Tricue. Your guess is as good as mine. I, I don't have it. <laughs> who <either>. plays? <laughs> she plays Carly. She was in Super Troopers 2. Um, she was in that Hulu show, Shut Eye, that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Don't Mess with the Zohan. She was also in Entourage. Uh, more recently, she's in that new uh, TV show, Superman and Lois. Also starring uh, Jeremy Sesto, who plays Scott. We know him from May mm-hmm. and Clueless, Suicide Kings, Six Feet Under, Thirst, Hangman. <laughs> and more recently, he's been in that FBI show called FBI. He does that really good. His his acting is really good, like the smart kind of cynical guy usually Mm -hmm. so kevin joseph seegers who plays evan he was in airbud dawn of the dead Mm. transamerica uh fear of the walking dead he was also in frozen the 2010 movie Mm. where they got stuck on the snow lift oh yeah yeah it's a good good movie i like that movie i do too linda booth who plays francine also in dawn of the dead yes yep uh she was in cry wolf Kick-Ass 2, American Psycho 2. I didn't know there was a sequel. And then lots of Lifetime Christmas movies. Which, fun fact, guys, the two of those actors that we just named play boyfriend and girlfriend in this movie, and they become boyfriend and girlfriend in Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. So the remake. The remake, yeah. yeah. So he's the, like, security guard that's, like, the nice guy who's telling CJ to calm the fuck down. And she's the one that's stupid and lets the dog out and then has to go save the dog by herself. (laughs) (laughs) And I also... Which is probably you, huh, Christina, if if Murray got out or something in the apocalypse. Murray wouldn't run. You would just run out. No, Murray wouldn't run. (laughs) Okay, yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Okay, and last but not least, got to talk about Julian Richings, who plays Three Fingers, one of the uh, one of the inbred people. Oh, neat! He's been in everything. Yeah, Julian he, Richings. Yeah, yeah, he was in that movie Anything for Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was in The Witch. He was in Cube. He was in Kingdom Possible. He's been in Legend. everything. Yeah, yeah. He, like I said, he's been in in everything. British actor. Mm-hmm. And then the budget for this movie was twelve point six million. And for that time, I mean, it seems legit. And Alex. What did you think of Wrong Turn? This is one of those movies that, you know, I've always kind of liked, but there wasn't like this strong passion or fandom for it. Mm -hmm. Like, I like the idea of these inbred cannibals, like killing people, which is just simple. And I don't know. I mean, who doesn't like seeing a family of weird inbred dudes hunt people down and kill them? Right. You know, like it's so simple and so straightforward. It's like horror 101. There's something you know, super simple about it, but it's okay by me. You know, like that's an okay simplicity that we can have in horror. I haven't watched this in a long time though, so it's not as great as I remembered, I guess. 
it's still good, you know, like it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. There is definitely some flaws in this movie that I did not remember that I've, you know, since I've had so much distance between viewings, you know, some of the kills are a little lackluster. I remember them a little bit more fondly, although there is one kill in this movie that is really cool that I know has been done other places, I think, but we'll talk about that later. Some, some of the kills are there's those jump kills, which you know, can be kind of all right, I guess. But as far as the story goes, it's pretty mediocre. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a little too simple, I guess, compared to what we've gotten these days. You know what I mean? Like, like stories are so much more elaborate in the horror genre now than they ever used to be. Mm-hmm. It ain't as good as the remake of Hills Have Eyes. Let's say that for sure. But this came out, of course, you know, before it. So it's not a trying years. to be yeah. three years. Yeah. So, but still, you know, I would say that there's going to be a lot of comparisons made to that subgenre, kind of like hillbillies out in the middle of nowhere eating people and shit, you know, mm-hmm. the, you know, obviously the, the hills have eyes is based on the nuclear family, the, the fifties nuclear family and like what happened to them. And then this one's like, just like forgotten wilderness inbreds, you know, mm-hmm. it's like deliverance 6.0. <laughs> <laughs> They've mutated into beasts uh, and they don't play banjos. Let me tell you, you got the gas station attendant, which we always talk about in movies. Mm-hmm. It's like a staple in the horror community. Mm-hmm. You always got to stop by the, you know, right. the gas station attendant before you get into the con- some sort of catastrophe (laughs) and that's very similar to the fucking you know the hills have eyes uh as well as many other films obviously friday the 13th Mm -hmm. you know and many many other they got the road trap set up by inbred locals which same thing in the hills have eyes you know what i mean remake there's definitely some similar beats there but i would say that this movie is just kind of lackluster it's not as great as i once remembered and it's really surprising that this took off as much as it did to make so many other sequels that followed it and it really makes you wonder where some of these franchises get the money for this stuff you know what i mean like i get it I guess you could elaborate on the story a little bit more and delve deeper into it when it's so simple of a plot. Maybe they were like, well, I can do better than that. Right. Someone said, you know, and like everybody since said that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what my favorite is of the series, but I always remember the first one more fondly than anything else. Right. It's it's a popcorn horror flick with a little bit of gore, nothing deep about it. Just, you know, kill, survive, blood. And some fun, you know, it's 6.5, maybe. And I'd say that's pushing it seven out of 10. It's like a 6.5 or a seven. Uh huh. So what about you? What do you think? It's, I don't know why I never saw this movie. Yeah. I think it was just that time. Cause I was looking a lot of movies came out that time. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of horror, good horror movies came out that time too. I can't eat it while we're talking, so go ahead. (laughs) Anyway, this is totally an early 2000s film. Right. Like, the thin eyebrows, the hip-hugger boot cut, and the Nokia phones and shit. Still hanging on to the 90s kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Not knowing where you belong. Yeah, exactly, which I kind of, I really like that. It it put me down like a hole. I was listening to, like, 50 Cent because of it. (laughs) Anyway... I did. Li- I liked. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I like how they kept uh, all of the background of the characters vague. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> there you- was none. Yeah, ex- which I liked. Mm-hmm. I really liked that because you just kind of 
get thrown into the situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you're like, that's what you're focused on is they're in a situation and they need to get out. It doesn't fucking matter if, you know, they're good people or bad people, you know? I liked not knowing the origin of the hillbillies (laughs) because... Well, that you saw the origin of them right there. That's where they started. They didn't go anywhere else. They weren't city folks. Towards the end, it's like what you have to ask why, and they never like explain anything. I like that. Okay. I I like that open ended. I liked. I enjoyed the story. Is simple. It wasn't a like a big elaborate, fucking complicated thing. It was just like, hey, there's these people, and they got stuck nowhere to go and there's these fucking killers out there and they got to get away like that's the plot living off the land yeah they just got to find a a way out and they've had and they have unexpected things happen (laughs) shit like that could happen and they learn life lessons and wonderful things (laughs) speaking of lessons yes i did learn a lesson from this film and the lesson is you need to be patient in traffic you just need to wait it out yeah it's a it's a wrong turn mentality, right? Yeah. Like, you could have just waited and everything would have been okay, but right, but because no, you're in a rush, you're impatient. Yeah. So that's the lesson from this movie. Okay. Of course, yeah. Okay. I I gave it a six out of ten. Okay. You know, I did. Like I kind you of said, there, that. there was like you know there was some flaws. The acting was great. Like you could tell. Like I I believe them. I believe they were scary. Right. And I like Jeremy Sisto. Like when this movie came out, he was kind of like popping off a little bit. Yeah. You know, he had been popping off before that with May and Right. Although he was kind of a creeper in May, so. Right, but you know, whatever. Mm. Anyway, yeah, 6 out of 10 for me. Yeah, I think uh there's something about this movie that is just appealing, but it's not like exactly like high horror art. You know, it's just it's fun. a popcorn, like you said. It's a pop. It's totally a popcorn summer yeah horror movie. Sure, and I think it kind of like harkens back to a time in the eighties in a way where we just had like killers killing people. Right. It didn't need to be something so serious, but they try to give it like a modern take on it a little bit, and it's cool. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, it it does feel a little lackluster, so it's not exactly perfect. Um, I don't know. It's I'm surprised by the number I gave it. You know, six point five is pretty lower than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting when you go back to these movies but sometimes. You're, you're older now, too. and I've seen a lot. You know, Yeah, exactly. So you're older now, and you have more to compare it to than like when this came out. Right. And 2000s wasn't exactly the, the, no, pi- the peak the... Uh, 90s. And 2000s started to pick it back up, though, I will say. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, 90s was where we had kind of a lull, but there was really good stuff in the 90s. I'm not saying there wasn't. Right. And I really think we should attempt to do Scream. Yeah, at some point I will. It's not one of my favorite franchises, and I know some people like... I don't understand that because... Absolutely love it. It really seems like it's up your alley. I liked the first one. I saw it in the theater. I remember where I was, who I was with... When I saw it, and I remember thinking to myself, "Oh, this is new. This is right. something new, different. right?" And it's that like different. it's taking horror fans and kind of like having fun with it. It's like something that's made for horror fans, right? But it's also something too bubblegum for some people. You know what I mean? Well, that makes sense. But yeah, anyway. I don't know. We'll do that in the future. But there is some trivia for this. I didn't go buck wild with it. Um, there are some things I thought were pretty interesting about it. So if you don't want anything spoiled, guys, uh, here's your warning. This is going to have some spoilers in it. This is one of the only movies in the franchise, by the way, that has no nudity or sex scenes. 
Ah. Yeah. Even the new one, I think, had didn't it have a sex scene in it? No, it didn't. Yeah. No, no, she just rolled over on top of a guy. Okay, so maybe that one too, but that's more than we got in this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm just saying. Actually, no, there is a couple of sex scenes in that one. Not, not, not like. Oh, on this, in this one, actually, well, they alluded because remember the two kids on the car. Yeah, she, she's like they smoke a joint and then she goes, "Take off your boots." Yeah, there was this scene where. They're smoking the pot together, <laughs> and then she pulls, he's like, pulls down his pants, and she's just like standing in front of his garage. But that's as far as it gets. It's like a wide shot from like up above, and then they disappear. So, and then they come back, and uh, they were all like peeing or something. I forgot. What? She went to go pee, didn't she? I don't remember that, but them? the uh, another p- piece of trivia on this the female lead character Jesse Burlingame was named after the heroine in Stephen King's novel Gerald's Game ah so they wanted to throw in some you know hey you know blah 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 yeah we know what we're doing right and it's interesting too because you know John Carpenter's been coming out in the news lately because uh, he's talking about doing another movie. In fact, he's probably going to be doing the Fog rem or not a remake, but a sequel. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's like I always liked the aesthetic of the Fog, you mm-hmm. know, and I thought it was really good. But turns out that he actually had a hand in writing a script similar to this movie. Really? Yeah, years before Wrong Turn was made, like a like a cult horror director, John Carpenter, and another writer. James Nichols wrote unproduced horror thriller script titled Prey, which had a lot that was very similar to both Wrong Turn and The Hills Have Eyes 2. Carpenter described his Prey script as a mix of Deliverance, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that the main characters of the script were three young women who go on a trip through the woods to get to some mountain, but when they are captured by inbred family living in the woods, and the father of the family wants to use the women as breeders. Oh. At one point in the story of the script, the last surviving woman escapes from the inbred family. And just like in this movie, the family members start hunting after her through the woods, but end up being killed by her during the hunt. And father of the family are getting captured and put in jail. Oh, okay. Weird, right? Yeah, it's kind of weird. And it almost has something to do with the, the next, next movie, movie, which is kind of interesting and will make a point to bring that back up so i just thought that was an interesting little tidbit about john carpenter and anytime i can talk about john carpenter i'm going to talk about john carpenter (laughs) john carpenter john carpenter anyways the crash in the beginning do you remember the very beginning of the movie i thought that was i was like damn that's pretty bad oh the uh the barbed wire yeah well no no no, 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 not the barbed wire he he saw dead deer on the right. Right. And looks up and it's that whole oh, shit moment, you right. know, where he hits the back end. The, right. The people of before, the... we didn't get to see him run over the fucking right. barbed, oh, the barbed wire. wire. You're getting the new movie confused. No, 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 no. I, I know it. That's what I meant was a barbed wire crash. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. He didn't run over barbed wire, though. No, the, the kids did. Yes. It's a weird combination of him coming from some other, you know, right. destination and then these group of kids it's like a weird running into them yeah Yeah. it's kind of weird literally running into them and this is pretty much just our recollection of some of the things in the movie is there anything that you want to talk about that you did like in this movie that you thought that they did well or did not do well i did like the gas station scene in the beginning before he got in the crash when he walked over and then 
they circle back towards the end. I thought I like right. that. Yeah, I you like think he's going to kick his ass or something? Yeah, even though it's tropey. Like, it's very tropey. I, I still I still liked it. Something I liked about in this movie and I, is that I like how they didn't show the faces of the of the inbred cannibals as much. Right, right. Like, they didn't focus on it. They just kind of kept it so you're just kind of, like, seeing flashes of it, yeah, which so I think you, is effective. And you didn't know? Because I remember, like, is there one or is there two? Like, how many is there? I like, yeah. Right. Because I, I was... And I think, I don't know if it was to necessarily hide the makeup job. Maybe someone didn't like it and they thought I'd edit it. Or maybe they just wanted to keep it mysterious like you should. Like Right, I, I think so. They did that in Aliens, too. Or mm-hmm. in Alien, sorry. Mm-hmm. When they wouldn't show everything right away because... Right. You know, you're supposed to kind of lead on to it so that you're not able to kind of understand your foe or your the, the, the creature that's coming after you. Right. And something I also liked, I like how they had like the graveyard of the cars and it was like all different kinds of cars from like all different timelines. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. And then they had like everybody's backpack and hiking gear and crap. Like, that's creepy. Yeah. Like, that's really, really creepy. Yeah, they always do that in those movies, too. Mm-hmm. Like, even in... <laughs> it's like, how long have they been doing this for? Jesus Christ. Right. Well, that's that's one thing I really liked in uh, the remake of uh, Hills Have Eyes, mm-hmm. because they really explore that. Right, right. You know, and it's like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Way bigger. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know. You know, I haven't seen The Hills Have Eyes, the original one, in a long, long, long time, speaking mm-hmm. of, yeah. Oh, so. Yeah, it's yeah. just one of those things that I'm like, I don't know, it's distant in my mind now, and I probably need to rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a really cool kill scene that I liked in this movie, too, where the girl is, like, the one that's, like, thinks she can't make it the whole fucking time, which is a really annoying trope, by the way. Yeah. In a horror movie, but it's also kind of like, God, just kill her. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's intentionally done that way for that reason, but... What was it, the girl? She was like, I just can't do it or whatever. And then she, like, tries to cross a branch and almost falls and steps back. And she's like, I can do it. I can do it. Right. And that right. snaky fucking weird inbred is like, ah, he. he comes up and hatches. He takes the double-sided axe mm-hmm. and cuts her through the mouth. And mm-hmm. it severs the back of her head off. So just her body falls from the trees and hits all the limbs and everything. And that all. was really good. It is really that cool. Was really creative. That is cool. Like it just feels right, you know, mm-hmm. like, and then you see her eyes and it's just like, oh, wow. You know, it's totally CG or whatever, however they did it. Right. But yeah. Yeah, it was still cool. This is a cool shot. Right. That was probably the best kill in the whole fucking movie. Right. There's some cool, like, other stuff, I guess. Yeah, it was just simple. Like I say, it's, it, the whole movie's really simple, but I think it's effective. Well, I think the other wrong turn movies get a little bit more graphic and a little bit more right. heavy on the kills. Right. Which is, I think, probably the right choice for this franchise because that's what kind of mm-hmm. drags people through the franchise along mm-hmm. is because they're like, oh, I get to see some cool kills, you know? Mm-hmm. So th- it was a little surprising to know that this movie did not have as many kills uh-huh. as i would like uh-huh. or the ones that i do like anyway. right another part i liked was when the cop came and you were yes. like oh you were like yes it's oh, a stupid it's the- trick it, but it, it is but i don't care i still like it it still gets me every time oh the cops here oh thank god they're gonna get saved blah blah and then he gets shot the cop gets shot in the head with the arrow right like i was like yeah i was like god damn it <laughs> he's like will you just shut up there's people that are dead, and the cop's like, people are dead, and shink. 
<laughs> and the arrow hits him in the face, and it's like, well, goodbye, safety. And it's that trope again, too, where the cops just doesn't even believe anything right. they're fucking talking about. Were you those goddamn kids on the radio? I've been looking everywhere for you. Well, and it's interesting, too, because, like, you know, when you do horror movies now, the biggest culprit of a line of safety is always the cell phones. Right. So it's always interesting these days to see how people do you know, eliminate right. cell phones. Right. Well, you, I don't get a signal because my well, battery's right. Dead. Well, that's like, that's a that's a classic one. But I'm just saying, it's right. how they deal with that is very important because you don't want that line of safety. Right. Even right. though odds are, whoever you're calling would not be able to get to you or find right. you within a timely matter. It's still that beacon of hope, and if you can give the viewer hope then sometimes, right. you know, it's not as scary. That's not true, because there's trackers and stuff on phones now, too. I track you all the time. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know. I, yeah, I know. But, yeah, you have to, yeah. I think it's interesting how people deal with that hope. Like, you have to diminish hope <laughs> so that, like, it's surprising or watching them overcome the obstacles more impressive or... And in this movie isn't exactly scary or thrilling, so to speak. Right. But the main girl, Elijah Dusku, she plays, is pretty fucking badass. She is badass. She's she a was, badass. Yeah. Like, you just can tell she's like, almost like she was built for this. Right. Which I think is a very important thing that they did in the next movie we're going to talk about, which we'll get mm -hmm. to that too. Um, because, you know, her character is so strong in this movie mm -hmm. that you kind of have to have it. And it's like she's still kind of caring, too, which is also not easy to pull off. Right. Now, the end of this movie, I really liked how they did not die. And then you're like, why? It doesn't make sense. Like, first of all, that fucking slithery. Right. Okay, that's enough. Like the mouth movements that he's always making noises like that with. It's like, why, that guy fell from fucking 100 feet. Right. Hit every branch on the way fucking down. Hit the ground. Then got axed in the chest. Right. Gets back up. Right. Like, how? Well, they're like mutated. Right. Beings, well, how does Michael you know? Myers get back up? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I think that's exactly what they were trying right. to do with it. Got that spirit of the fucking <laughs> inbred fiddle in him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> got a little bit of grandpa and grandma in there. You know? Oh my, God. my sister's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I You knew that when they added that little stinger at the end that they were going to try to make a sequel off of it. And sure enough, they did make a sequel. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, which I don't remember too fondly, but it's, I'm kind of curious to watch it again. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe we should get the, the whole pack and watch them again sometime. We'll see. I mean, if there's a better time to do it, it's probably, you know. The time is now. The time is nigh. <laughs> Well, we do have another movie that we're going to talk about, and that is the new remake. Obviously, this movie came out in 2021, and I have done the work on this one. Friends hiking the Appalachian Trail are confronted by The Foundation, a community of people who have lived in the mountains for hundreds of years. Tagline, this land is their land. Nothing else. <laughs> this is director Mike P. Nelson. He is the director of the short called The Domestics, which turned into a feature film. He's also a very talented Foley artist for movies and has been doing that alongside directing since the beginning. So I, I think it's just something he probably enjoys doing. This movie is also written by Alan B. McElroy, which Christina mentioned, but I wanted to mention a few more things that he's done, which, by the way, Return of Michael Myers, Halloween 4, was his break-in script. Wow. 
So, and then a lot of people are, are big fans of that one, but. Oh, okay. He also wrote Wheels of Terror. He helped write the HBO animated series of Spawn, plus the live action Spawn movie. He also did Tekken, the live action script, and uh, quite a few Star Trek Discovery episodes. Mm. So he's, he's been uh, doing a lot, and this is his newest writing credit um some of the cast in this movie is charlotte vega she plays jen she's actually a spanish british actor she was born in madrid to a british mother and a spanish british father so she speaks both well and she's been in both countries productions as a result of that with warrior nun tv on uh the tv show on netflix it's called warrior nun uh-huh the lodgers the refugees tv show she was also in record three or wreck three uh-huh. Genesis. She was one of the bridesmaids in that movie. So oh, okay. you guys are fans of the found footage. That's a good movie. Yeah. Well, I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. It also stars a Dane Bradley who plays Darius, her boyfriend. He got his break in Riverdale TV show and then on to the Bold and the Beautiful TV series to here. Also has Bill Sage who plays Venable. He's a seasoned actor. He has been in American Psycho. I shot Andy Warhol. Boiler Room. Precious. We are what we are. The Boy, Fender Bender, Welcome to Willits, which I actually liked his performance in that. Mm-hmm. He was in another movie with uh, Justin Long called The Wave, which is actually a pretty good movie, and many more. Also stars Emma Dumont, who is Mila. She was in TV shows like The Gifted, Aquarius, Bunheads, Tagged, a movie uh, Inherent Vice, and What Lies Ahead, and many more. Also has Dylan McTee, who plays Adam. He was in the TV show on MTV called Sweet Vicious. Midnighters, Roswell, New Mexican TV show, and The Wind. Also stars Daisy Head, who is Edith. She is the country girl that sells all the jewelry in the movie. Mm -hmm. Underworld, Blood Wars she was in, Mm -hmm. Fallen, Exit Eve, Harlot's TV show. She was a big part in that and more. It also stars Matthew Modine, and I almost forgot where he is from. He plays the father of Jen. Mm Mm-hmm. He is Private Joker in Full Metal Jacket. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. I was like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He was also in The Dark Knight Rises, 47 Meters Down, Transporter 2, Cutthroat Island, The Weeds TV show. He Mm -hmm. had quite a big role in there. And obviously Stranger Things TV show, too. He was the the entity, the the people that run the the federal government. Mm -hmm. Also stars Verdon Arara. Who plays Gary? He was in Blind Spot TV show, Gypsy TV show, and Deception in this. Uh, also, Adrian Favela, who plays his boyfriend as well, named Luis in the movie. He was in Requiscat and Real Rob TV show for an episode, which is that Rob Schneider TV show that was on for like a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a few shorts. Other than that, that's it. So. There was no wiki cost other than they made like $358,000 at the box office because this was at the box office. COVID box office is what Yeah, the say. COVID box office because let's not forget this movie was supposed to come out in 2020 mm-hmm. and it got pushed to 2021 because of the COVID. Mm-hmm. Christina, what did you think of this movie? I'm so conflicted. I don't understand where they took a wrong turn. <laughs> in the script writing? You mean? Yeah. <laughs> Right. I don't think this should be associated with this franchise. It, the, the only 
the only thing that's similar is it's in that area of land. They do cross a couple of steps in the movie that are very similar. Yeah, but it's not like, I don't know. I don't know if I like this movie. I still don't know. I feel like there was just too much going on. There was too many characters going on and they all had different issues. Right. Like, which there was too much turmoil in their group, the main group. Okay. You done eating? <laughs> um, I did like how it wasn't just a bunch of white kids, you know? That was nice. They covered almost all <laughs> yeah. different specs of yeah. the the world yeah. almost. Um it got really intense toward the end, but I felt it was a really overcomplicated story, unlike yeah. the first movie where it was very simple. This one, too much going on. The ending was like twenty minutes of like five different endings. Right. <laughs> very confusing. But I I think this movie should have been called Stay on the Trail. I don't think it should be called Wrong Turn, because that's the lesson I learned from this movie, is you should stay on the trail. (laughs) Right, yeah. No, I mean, well, that's pretty much the same thing, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, I mean, I don't know, like four or five out of ten? Four? Really? Okay. So, well, I have... We had fun. We had fun I I was going to say, uh, like, I have a different experience from it, and it's mostly going to be revolved around the entertainment value that I got from the movie, not necessarily what I think the story is. Okay, because honestly, I think the story is a little... Wonky, little wonky. I don't. I'm not a fan of the this the way that they wrote this story. It is the original writer, so I give him credit for wanting to do something different mm-hmm. and mix it up a little bit, which is surprising. Uh, there's a lot to say about this movie though, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think there's a lot of stuff, like stuff I can't explain in the spoiler-free section without spoiling the experience for you guys. Although in the actual explanation or synopsis of the movie it kind of explains it mm-hmm. uh, the bigger part of the movie but let me just start off with this i, I actually kind of enjoyed it entertainment wise okay now as a value of a overall picture i look at this movie as kind of like a so bad it's good film mm-hmm. with some really big surprises in it which is hard to pull off in a movie these days um i don't know if that's crafty or they just weren't sure what to do with the movie Mm-hmm. Either way, the outcome was the same. I was surprised multiple times. In <laughs> fact, this movie has like five or six different endings right. at, at the last 30 minutes of this fucking movie. And it's it doesn't stop, which is kind of enjoyable. And it kind of like makes your emotions kind of go all over the place. What the fuck is going on? Right. Like, which which I, I kind of admire. And I think that, you know, maybe some won't, but I do. Uh, I think that because of the changes that they made in the movie, I was like, kind of like, what the fuck am I watching? What's this story about the foundation? Like, why do I need to know about this? This is not a good story, in my opinion, when it comes to that. Very much like you've in the movie Doomsday, where they start a castle in the middle of the fucking apocalypse to just live up in the mountains and reboot fucking, you know. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. The, the, yeah, I know what you're talking the about. The Doomsday movie, right? Yeah, where it looked so good. Where the plague kills like, off all these people and then they start. All over the place. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it, that that part of the movie really bothers me, mm-hmm. even though it's kind of an inevitable part of society. It just seems cheesy to me and like so easy to do cheesy and, and there's no way to really do it right. It just feels like LARPing. Do you think it was it was the way they chose the costumes and stuff 
I don't know. That, I don't want to get too much into that because I don't want to spoil it for people. Oh, okay. Just these are people that live in the woods. They've been there a very long time. That's all you really need to know. If you were a fan of the inbred cannibals from the first one, this may be a disappointment to you. That is all I will say. Mm -hmm. Like he said, it is surprisingly entertaining, even though it's obvious change was fucking weird and not a great choice. It was definitely not what I thought it was going to be. In fact, it's merely a glimmer of the original one because this is more of a, like I said, a reboot than it is of a remake because of how much they've actually changed in this movie. They go over a couple of familiar beats in the very beginning and they add a fuck ton of more story that could be good or bad for you. And that's why I say, if you liked the first one a lot and you were a huge fan of the first one, I think you're not going to like this one as much. You may still enjoy it, but I don't think you're going to like it as much. I'm not a huge fan of the first one, so it doesn't really bother me. So I just kind of look up at it like, whatever, it's just another fucking movie. I still think you should check it out either way. Just to see what I'm talking about. It's also pretty fucking brutal, too, in this movie. Like, some of the gore and the graphic scenes that are in this movie are really graphic. And, I mean, we're not talking, like, Serbian film graphic. But they're pretty fucking, you know, like, unyielding. They don't turn the camera away. There is one scene that they turn the camera away. But then when you get to see what happened to the character afterwards... It's disgusting, and it, it is really good makeup that they did there, I thought. So there's lots of blood and lots of surprises in this movie. I also didn't mind the kids that were in this movie as much. They're younger. They seem younger than the original cast from the first wrong turn, mm -hmm. don't they? No, I think kids of that of the earlier era, they looked older, like Maybe you're just right, in yeah. general, than kids these days look yeah, they look like yes. they're 36 in the fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's just younger actors nowadays. And yeah, maybe you're right. It's a combination. So it could be both. But I didn't mind them. I didn't mind the characters. I thought it was good. I thought they all did their roles pretty well. They're not my type of friends or like, you know, and they're kind of like, you know, hipster kids. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. um, but they seem like likable individuals. They're not like, there's not like, mm -hmm. you know, like the first one, a lot of the characters didn't really mesh well. <laughs> They kind of seemed overly silly and overly characterized rather than these ones, which it felt like a, a working unit mm -hmm. of friends like these actually feel sense. like they're real friends. Right. And I think their acting job reflects that pretty well in this movie. And I thought they did a really good job, actually, for that reason. But again, the big the big cringy thing for me is kind of the meaty center of what this movie is. So while I like it. For its entertainment value, I really just cannot get into that story of this old foundation thing. Uh, and I kind of wanted a little bit more of what we got from the first movie in some regards. Mm -hmm. But in the same regard, this movie is much more in-depth, so it has more to it than the original. So it's not as simplistic. And I can understand why maybe the writer was like, man, it just felt like such a simple story like i could do better and then right. he got a little carried away with himself you know what i mean <laughs> uh -huh. that's what it kind of feels like because it's just like so much is going on you're gonna be like what the fuck mm -hmm. your mind's gonna be blown by the end i guarantee you no matter what if you like the movie or not you're gonna be like what the fuck <laughs> we really were so but i like it in a way that like i said before it's a so bad it's good movie in some regards but it's also seriously brutal and kind of cool in other regards so mm -hmm. it's got a it's kind of like a weird mix of good and bad. So I didn't hate it. I would actually give this probably a 6.5 as well. Mm -hmm. And I 
probably leans a little bit more to the seven because of that last 30 minutes of the movie than anything else. Mm -hmm. Because I actually really enjoyed the end of that movie. Right. And I liked how they took me for a ride. Right. (laughs) And they fucked with me. And we're going to talk about one of the things that we thought would have been a good addition to the story uh, by the end. So it's just really different. And I think you should check it out to really see where you land. You're not going to get blown away. So keep your expectations low and just kind of go in for the ride. Don't try to listen to anybody necessarily to find out anything about what this movie is about. Just go watch it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think you should check it out. Do I think you should rent it for $6? It's kind of a risk, but it's enjoyable. I'll probably buy this at some point, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was on sale for, like, 5 bucks or something like that, I'd be like, yeah, I'll get that. There is a lot of stuff in this movie, guys, that is very loose logic that is going to make you roll your eyes in a lot of parts in this movie. But I think once you get past that and you just say, fuck it, <laughs> and when the end kicks in, you're going to be like, whoa, what the fuck am I watching? This is kind of entertaining. That's the kind of way I look at it. It's not a great film. There's a lot of loose logic, a lot of loop, uh, a lot of plot holes and shit like that. So, but, uh, yeah, that's about it. So you gave it a four and I gave it a 6.5, maybe a seven. So I'm, it's, it's above average between the two of us. Mm-hmm. So might be worth checking out. Maybe. I'm surprised you gave it a lowest score. I thought you were going to, because you really, we were laughing and like really enjoying that yeah, movie. Yeah, but it was still irritating. Yeah, there's the middle portion is very, the second act is. Well, even like at the end to me was, it was irritating. Was it? Okay. Well, I don't know. I thought it was fun. I mean, it was fun, but it was, you things can be fun and irritating at the same time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so the only trivia I have is about the COVID stuff. I didn't really dig too deep on this because I figured we could kind of just jump into some of the stuff that we wanted to talk about, whether good or bad, and and like really dig into that and then kind of go over some of the scenes as we're going along. So because I know that there's some things that she's going to want to talk about. So if you don't want anything spoiled, please come back when you have seen the movie and check it out. If you don't care, here's your warning. So, Christina, what is it about the middle part that you really just are pissed off well, about? Well, I'll start the beginning. I liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a really good flow. Yeah, in the very I beginning. liked that he there's this guy and he's looking for his daughter and and he's roaming around the town and and they're giving you the impression that like the town's in on it, like the town. Knows. Oh, I got that right away. Yeah, that's because what I'm first saying, of all, right we never saw anything about the town in the original movie. Right. And I'm like, why are they showing the town so much? Right. And we didn't know about this whole foundation thing, so of course I I'm didn't read thinking, the, the, the. Yeah, I didn't yeah, either. So I was thinking, oh, they're like they're like sheltering the cannibals what the fuck is up with that like why would they do that so then it 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 goes like six weeks earlier and there's these kids and they come into town and they're staying at the bread and breakfast asking yeah like there's this subplot of the father trying to find his daughter which i thought was interesting and i was like is he gonna be the hero and it's like no (laughs) Like, who's going to be the hero? And it goes kind of, this is what I like about it, though. I mean, I I don't know. It's so weird, such a weird mix it's that it, it really, much. it's going to confuse a lot of people. Yeah, I it think. is. You just have to watch it because we're not going to be able to explain all these things, all these little tiny elements going on. Yeah, but there's something unique about it. And that's why, that's why it's, it's hard for me to give it a score mm-hmm. because it's like I can compare it to other stuff, but... They really went for something a little bit different here than than mm-hmm. normal. And 
I don't find it disturbing necessarily that there's a bunch of regular people in the middle of the woods doing this as I do inbred people who are just fucking eating people. Right. That to me is not the complex story, but it is kind of something that I wanted in this movie Mm -hmm. because you would figure that they would run out of women and stuff to fucking join their foundation. So they're probably inbred in some point. Yeah. And maybe they could just make them into these Herker warriors. Are they? And this is (laughs) they can lift cars and shit. Right. And are they just kidnapping like any hiker that comes along? Like it, and it then, seemed like they were killing the ones that they couldn't salvage and, and keeping the ones that they, they could. could, which was weird. Yeah, because there was all different races in there and it was mm-hmm. before the Civil War, which is an interesting concept that I don't think has ever really been tackled yeah, before. It, it, so you have to give it a little credit there. But did they pull it off? And I don't think they really did. Mm-hmm. I think that they kind of did. But with the main actor, he has, like, regular hair. Right. And he's, like, groomed. Like, his beard is groomed. Right. Like, normal. You like would he... think he'd be this fucking, like, caveman-looking dude. You know yeah. what I mean? But you go in there, and it looks like fucking Game of Thrones and shit. <laughs> like, seriously, that's what I was thinking. I was like, is this a, like, should they have not have chosen this? And they're all Norwegian or something, right? Yeah. Or, what are they, Dutch? Is that what so, they said? That, yeah, something like that. That was their bloodline or something. Yeah, because I mean that that is that is pretty old. Like when yeah. we, when a lot of people migrated here, right? So I wonder if like it was like Dutch or something, you know? Right. But yeah, I was really surprised by that. Like that that's what really caught me off guard is when they see those guys. I'm like, okay, are these guys like are they like fucked up underneath this costume of these deer outfits or like what's going on? Yeah. And then they started speaking another language, and I'm like, okay, what? Well, they're speaking like gibberish. Like I said, we didn't read the yeah. we didn't read the story, so we had no idea what yeah. the fuck was going on. Right. We would just went in for the ride after watching Wrong Turn, mm-hmm. and we were like, okay, inbreds, right? No. <laughs> um, Mormons. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I it kind of bothered me a little bit because I really like in Doomsday they got fucking what's his name from fucking Clockwork Orange. And mm-hmm. uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. What's his name? Malcolm McDowell was in that. And he was like running this, you know, old, you know, kingdom. Right. And it was just like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> just like the kingdom from The Walking Dead. Remember that? Yeah. And Yeah. It's... Where he had a tiger and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they spoke like they were thespians yeah, in the like, theater. <laughs> out of control, dude. Like nobody would go along with your weird shit, dude. <laughs> the world's over. It's not it's not it's not fucking improv class. <laughs> I'm trying to fuck around, dude. Um but yeah. Um one of the things that really caught me off guard is the immediately was the the gay couple when they're hiking and then the log comes rolling down the yeah. hill and smashes his head. Yeah. And looking at the fucking makeup job on there, I was like, Holy shit, that's good. Yeah, it was. That looked real, dude. I mean, they didn't show the log hitting him, but they, they showed like the afterwards of, right. and he was smushed. They smash people in this movie like no other. Like they're nothing. Like yeah, it's a dude. fly. Like over aggressively. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I yeah. There's a couple of scenes in this movie where you're like Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. And that's the other thing that pisses me off. So their friend dies to a log rolling down the hill, right? And then they go to court over killing one of the other guys. Right. One of their people. Right. Who was wearing the deer head. 
and they put him like a deer hanging, like a dead deer hanging on a fucking stick. Yeah. To carry him through the fucking forest. G- the forest. Yeah, I know. And so that doesn't look suspect. Like you're going to kill the motherfucker. Right. And then he's like, (gasps) he speaks another language. The guy wakes up, gets himself free and, and fucking brutally fucking crushes his head. Mm-hmm. So there's blood everywhere. And then they're like, you killed our thing. Yeah. Well, who the fuck killed the gay guys? The, 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 the other fucking guy with the fucking tree. That ain't no fucking normal occurrence. What pissed me off about the scene where he bashed the guy's head in is the girlfriend comes out out of nowhere and was like, hey, what's going on? Because. Oh, I know. That was kind of like, re- what a bitch. Yeah, the dude. reason why he he bashed that guy's head in was because he thought they killed the girlfriend who just pops up out of nowhere. And then not only that, this is the other thing that really kind of irritates me is that <laughs> their cell phones are gone in the morning. Everybody's cell phones are gone. They never explain why. Well, it's because they, they took them. Who? Those people. Those foundation You assume, people. but they never fucking verify that. Yeah. Do they have to, though? I mean, isn't it kind of obvious? I guess. But if you, but the thing that pisses me off about that whole thing is, is like, okay, first of all, you're going to have a court hearing about your fucking weird friend that lives in the foundation that is out there fucking dragging people around like dead deers. And then somebody gets killed by a fucking log rolling down the fucking, like a huge tree rolling down the hill. Yeah, they didn't And even- then, and then... They are sitting there telling them in court, did you kill him? It's like, yeah, who killed my friend first, though? You guys rolled a log down the fucking hill, smashed his fucking head, and almost killed all of us. And they didn't bring that up. Yeah, they didn't even bring it up. And like, they didn't bring up the girlfriend falling in the They didn't bring pit. up the cell phones. They didn't bring up any of that. I'm like, look, I understand that this is kind of a jank court system, but if you're going to be in court in any fucking case, you should at least bring those points up, right? right? Hey, we were scared because our friend's head got fucking exploded against a tree. And then when we woke up, all of our cell phones were gone. And our friend who decided to go take a piss 18 miles away shows up <laughs> after I crushed the your brother's head in right after i thought i got stuck in one of your traps because yeah the chain pulled him up and then she fell into the spike pit and died right but yeah that was later but i'm just saying like before the trial they should have brought that up at the trial i love how the boyfriend was like she was like you fucking left me and he was like i know i'm so sorry i'm such a bitch (laughs) (laughs) and then he's the guy that crushes her head so he's like gotta overdo it now like overprove his love to her by actually murdering somebody in the middle of the woods granted they're wearing some fucking weird outfits right they're speaking another language it's the perfect alibi, but in the same regard, you stole their cell phones, uh, allegedly. <laughs> you killed their friend, allegedly, and they couldn't find their friend, and you're carrying someone like a dead deer, dude. Like, that right. seems like kind of a middle gray area that you might want to fucking go over, but it seems like these people are not about the court system. They never were for America. They're fucking goddamn dictators. <laughs> <laughs> these are clearly Trump fans. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm fucking around. <laughs> I don't know. That's just the part that really pisses me off, but other than that, watching that guy get his head beat in after fucking abandoning his girlfriend was mm-hmm. pretty fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. She lands on the spikes and he's like, I'm going to go get help. 
And then he just takes off again. She's like, no, no. And then that dude just shoots her in the head with a bow. See, that was nice of him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that was kind, I guess. But they put the spikes there, too. So, I mean, is it? Uh, yeah. It's like, I mean, thanks, but <laughs> fuck you. Right. <laughs> like that cop at the fucking, at the Capitol. <laughs> it's like, thanks for saving me from being murdered, but fuck you for being there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, what was it? That was uh, funny. That was really good. <laughs> uh, then they like burn out the other, uh, the, the gay couple eye eyes mm-hmm. with a fucking thing. They just jam it in his eyes and throw him into the darkness. They throw him into the darkness where there's just like heaps of people who they've been collecting over the years wandering around eating weird shit and just like, right. It's kind of disturbing. Right. But it's also kind of cool, but it just seems like these people are way too civilized to be acting that way right. towards people, right. right? Like, is this really what your fucking foundation is maybe, built on? Maybe they just have no tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's their no tolerance Yeah, policy. apparently, yeah. Like, you, you fucking try to kill someone's friend and then you put them in a fucking hole for fucking killing them? Like, fuck you. <laughs> um. Anyway, there was also that part where she's like don't 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 burn out our eyes why would you waste us and it's like really yeah and then yeah that was cheesy and then she was like like fighting with them to pretty much she's giving her body up to have babies so she can stay alive there yeah it's funny it's funny to me because it's like such loose logic that Mm -hmm. it works (laughs) it's like why couldn't you use some of that when you're describing that your friend got fucking murdered? Right. And why didn't the gay guy stand up and say that his fucking husband was murdered yeah. or boyfriend? God, <laughs> it pisses me off. But we got fucking, you know, queen instigator over here coming up with, hey, I'll be your sex slave and wife, whatever. I can bear some good children. He can help you build the community. He loves this shit. <laughs> oh, well, all right. I guess you're part of the group then. Okay. Okay, let's go. Well, if it was that easy, shit, I'll give everyone blowjobs here. All right, hooray! (laughs) So then it cycles back to the dad in the town searching for the daughter, and then he's he runs in to like the guys at the bar, and they make you think the guys at the bar like bad guys, right? Yeah. They beat the shit out of the fucking father, mm-hmm. but trying to scare him off, which is another loose logic bullshit thing. Right. Like, really? I did like that part when they were kicking his ass and the cop rolled up and then he just kept going. <laughs> yeah, he just kept going. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. That <laughs> is pretty funny. But he was kind of also like a douche, too. He's like, who's this black fellow in the right. picture when he first met the cop? Right. It's like, oof. Small town. And he just yanks the phone out of his hand. That's her fucking boyfriend, you idiot. <laughs> so then the, uh, he, so he decides to go on the trail and then the, like the innkeeper lady, uh, yeah. takes him, like begs him not to go and say, well, if you're going to go, uh, they go to her nephews. So then the nep, the nephew and the father go to the trail and then the, the nephew guy's son. Is there too? So they go looking for the foundation to see if they could find the daughter. Well, and the other thing is, is like when Jen says that she'll be someone's wife and that she can carry someone, she sleeps with the main leader right off the bat. Right. And it's like, you know, we're not sure. Well, he said that he hadn't had a wife in three years. 
it's you know been a while and something about kids i i don't remember if it, he said he well, yeah. didn't have think kids about it they don't have very kids. many options out there i would assume right <laughs> well though um, they were that was that one guy that was fucking all the blind people <laughs> remember he had them yeah. on chains and shit and yeah. he was like fuck him i wonder if he was like doing it into their eyes or <laughs> i don't care <laughs> uh, just kidding uh yeah and why are they all zombies suddenly like wouldn't they still have personalities and shit well, i don't know how mental what kind of mental hole do you go down well maybe they push too deep mind. into your brain yeah. too I don't yeah know. that could be too frontal lobe area but i did like the part when they were the father and that guy were going to the foundation and they get the the kid gets stuck in a trap and then they both try to pull him out of the trap and then he trips another trap wire so this big thing of spikes falls on that guy while he's trying to pull him up out of the hole yeah i thought that was funny that was cool and then the dad rolls out of the way and he's like like, oh holy shit yeah that's all he said that was pretty funny that's this is what i'm talking about the so bad it's good here this is where it's so bad it's good right is because it's like it's really kind of a joke like it's mm-hmm. got to be comedy because like think right. about that for a second like this guy's like what are you wearing a fucking yellow jacket what are you trying to be a fucking target out there you better fucking change your fucking clothes here i got you bag right here i'll take care of you why do you want to help well i'll tell you what right Marty. here i had my head tried to strike one arrow across the bow here and give me a warning they tried to take my son i want to try to get him through welding school welding school <laughs> <laughs> you lost your accent there for a second. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think of all of it. It's just funny, like, Im- immediately, within they five die. minutes, they die. <laughs> and then it's up to the dad to fumble folly his way into the foundation that knows this area so well and should have, obviously, guards to be able to fucking... Right. Come on. I know. And then, of course, he gets in there and then the daughter shoots him in the arm with an arrow. Right. To prove to it. prove that she's a part of the community, but turns out, yeah, no, no, everybody goes to sleep, and she goes and she busts out her dad. No, yeah, but that before that, there was a sleazy part where she's all like, <laughs> "I made my choice." Yeah, yeah, he's like, "Hey, so how do you feel?" She's like, "With what?" And he said, "Well, your your dad's here. I've already made my choice." And then she straddles him, and it's like, Ugh. like "Damn, dude." <laughs> <laughs> Like, that was quick. <laughs> what is it, a week later? <laughs> no, it was a couple of weeks. She'd been there yeah. for like four weeks, I right. guess, right? Right. I did like the part when uh, they were leaving and they, they tried to go get the boyfriend to go with and he wouldn't leave. He's like, they know me here. Yeah, he, well, because he said that thing to right, her in, in bed the where he wanted to live in a commune where everybody has their 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 gifts and that they use them together and nobody mm-hmm. is above anybody and blah, 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 blah. He's like, I belong here. And mm-hmm. she kisses him, too, which is even more weird. Yeah, it was a goodbye kiss. Yeah, but it, wouldn't that be against the foundation? These are your people. Yeah, but she's leaving. Like, people don't uh, leave, uh, so. Whatever. Anyway. Anyway. So they get out of there after a couple of people die, and they the fucking rednecks show up, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're like, holy shit, what are you doing here? And they're like thinking they're trying to keep him. And then they are actually there to help him. Mm-hmm. He was like, my son was taken when he was six years old. He lost in the woods and I'm here. And I'll tell you what, that thing you said about me in the fucking bar about having yellow eyes and, and maybe my something wrong with my <laughs> liver gone bad. Well, you, you were right. right. <laughs> yeah. So now I owe you one. 
Like, what? <laughs> That's so bad. That's loose logic, right. dude. And now this is what shit starts to get crazy. But yeah, they get out of there and it's like they ride in the back and he's like, hey, you want some moonshine? I made it. And she, it's like, didn't you just say that your liver's fucked uh, yeah, up? Yeah, exactly. And then they get home. And it's like fast forward to the future and she's dropping off some fucking blueprints to her dad's like he architecture. Yeah, he obviously designs houses and she he's dropping she's dropping it off at his work. And it's like he's like, I'm just so proud of you. You know, and they hug. She's like, well, don't forget, it's pizza night and we're going to be watching pizza and movie night. Something about some inbred cannibals or something like that. Seems weird. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, we both were like that girl. <laughs> I mean, it's cool that it's in there, whatever. It's the same writer, you know right, what I mean? Right. Uh, and then she goes home and she hears them talking to somebody and she doesn't know. And she walks in with her groceries and it's the leader of the foundation. And Ruthie, the little girl. And Ruthie, the little silent bitch. <laughs> Cunt. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jesus, Christine. <laughs> It's a child. <laughs> Count. <laughs> anyway, so the mom's all like, yeah, this is our new neighbor. So why don't you come on in and uh, sit down and get to know him? He just moved in. And she said, oh, hey, by the way, would you like to stay for pizza in a movie tonight? We're going to watch it with the boys. And she's like, goes up to her somewhere, grabs a knife off the wall and then like fucking comes back. And she was like. She was like, get the fuck out of my house now. And her mom's like, Jennifer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my God. And then he's like, he's like, you better put that knife down before I kill your mother and your, your family right now. (laughs) And then her, the look on the mom's face made me laugh for like five minutes straight, dude. Like, I seriously, that was one of the funniest fucking things. Like, mm-hmm. I could not stop laughing. Because she, like, looks to her left, like, kill my family. <gasps> and what? then he, like, slits her throat. He slits her throat and the two boys uh-huh. right next to her, like, instantly. Like, bam, bam, bam. And then the fucking... She, like, jumps, hurls across the table. Yeah, like some crazy action movie. And they're, like, doing this stupid fucking wrestling fucking beat each other, throw each other into cabinets type shit. Mm -hmm. And she slits his throat and stabs him in the back of the head. (laughs) And then she hears her mom talking to her dead on the floor. And she's like, what? And then they zoom back to... That didn't happen. Nothing happened. Oh, God, it's fucking irritating. Jennifer, what are you doing? And, Jennifer. And, and then I. Oh. And I was saying during that part, it would have been cool if if she if she flashed back out of it and realized she killed her dad. Well, we didn't. Yeah, that's exactly what I was hoping for. Right. Like, like I was crazy. like, because you couldn't see his face. You couldn't see. And like she just lost her mind because she's got PTSD. Mm-hmm. And she's like goes into flight or fight or flight mode and kills her whole family. Would have been a way cool right. fucking ending. Right. But then in the, in the same regard, like she snaps out of it and she's standing in front of the table and she's played out all this whole scenario in her head. And you realize that it would never happened. Right. And you also find out she's pregnant. Right. And he's like, oh, I see you're going to be eating for two tonight. And she's like, mom, can I have a moment here with our new neighbors? Oh, yeah, sure. Laundry. 
Like, that's not weird right. and suspicious right. at all. <laughs> and they go into the other room, and I'm like, is this even really happening right now? Like, this is so unbelievable right now. Right. And then she's like, oh, will you leave them alone if I come with you? Will you promise not to hurt them if I come with you? And it's all tears. And mm-hmm. She walks out with Ruthie and goes to the truck with all these other foundation members standing by and then you see it drive down the road and the credits and start it, to roll it starts to rock yeah, yeah while the, the credits are rolling and then the rv crashes <laughs> and then you're like what the fuck was that the wrong turn like what, yeah. is that the wrong turn what's going on and then she like kills two other dudes like on the way out and then ruthie comes out holds her hand with blood all over her and they walk back towards the house <laughs> So weird. Yeah. I, th- I kind of liked it, though. Like, I don't know why. It's just. I, I did, too. But I just think it was too much. Like, they could have. It, it, it kind of makes the movie a joke. Better. You know what I mean? Yeah. More than it does. And it makes her look like, well, she's the badass. Like, she's the one who's in control of the situation. Right. Well, how do you, you know, like, well, the thing that her boyfriend said, Darius, was like, how are you going to ever go back to regular life after all of this? Right. And that's kind of like the the right. the point, right? Like, right. how are you after you've had to sacrifice so much just to live? Right. And it's like, ugh. yeah, she had to like fuck the dude. She had to give up Get her boyfriend. Pregnant. Yeah, like, ugh. And now she's got Ruthie. She's got to take care of Jesus. I know she's got two kids. Now she's got two kids. I mean, do they eat people in the movie too? I don't even know. <laughs> did they eat people? No. Yeah. Yeah. Got- you would think instead of gouging their eyes off and letting them walk around being crazy in the darkness, they should just ate them. Yeah, but they wanted to make it a point that they're not that they're not cannibals, right? Yeah. That I they- just eye rolled. <laughs> And I was thinking about how they came up with the word the foundation back before what was it, eighteen seventy five when they right fucking the established Civil War. Yeah. Uh and how they were like, This is in America, this is the foundation on which we build. And they didn't do really well at it. I mean, since the Civil War, if you think about it. Yeah, they didn't at all. <laughs> Like, they're, they're living like cavemen. They look like fucking cavemen. I know. And they they should, haven't advanced at all. <laughs> like, and their fucking trials. They should at least shit. have the internet. A pigeon system of or some sort. Or at least sort. have a trial system that's, like, fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, ours I doesn't know. even work well, but Jesus Christ, theirs is just like, no, I, you know. Well, and how many fathers of fathers have been there, and why is this guy the one that's in charge? And uh, I don't know. I, I I just thought it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, by the end, it really kind of is so bad. It's good. It's mm-hmm. like a, that's why I like it. Like six point five. Like it's so weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. That's everything for the movie for the most part. I'd love to hear what you guys thought of this movie too. Like, were you surprised by it? Do you think it's a so bad? It's good. Do you think it's just so bad? Uh, I I don't know. Like like I have watched so many so bad it's good movies that it takes a specific weird blend of serious and not serious to kind of make me like it. Like the, the more serious it is and the more absurd it becomes is where kind of like the two pieces meet in the middle and it becomes so bad. It's good. That's what I've noticed. Yeah. Uh Like they really took it seriously. (laughs) So I don't know. Um, Love to hear what you guys think about those uh, movies. We do have some other movies that we're thinking about watching next week. I think for next week, what we're going to be doing is might as well just stay in the 2000s anyway, just to see what else we can like 
mustard. Yeah, just because like it's. I'm curious now after watching 2003 movie. Like, what are some other movies that are you know probably not so great? So we're gonna watch Ghosts of Mars by John Carpenter, and we're also gonna watch The Ruins, which is actually by Carter Smith. So, uh, two twenty. There's 2008 for the ruins. It's the unrated version that we got for like a buck at the Dollar Tree. <laughs> and then Ghosts of Mars, which was given to me by Plemke, who's one of my uh, viewers on Twitch uh, that he gave to me. Thank you very much. From 2001, uh, which is the infamous movie where it's like everybody hates. Everybody hates. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in a long while, so I think it's up on one of the streaming services. So you should be able to at least watch that and maybe The Ruins. I haven't seen the unrated version of The Ruins, but I, I can assume it's probably like one tiny thing right. that's like small or different. Right. I don't think we've done The Ruins before, although I have watched it within the last four years. Uh, just not the unrated version, so I'm kind of curious. Those are both kind of interesting, uh, weird movies that'll be kind of fun and current to watch. A little more current <laughs> than what we normally watch. So, But yeah, I hope you guys will tune in for next week. Thank you guys so much for coming by this week. Would love to hear what you guys think about these movies and uh, where you lie with these movies. Do you... I Pretty much they're even to me in different respects, like completely. So what do you guys think? Let us know in the comment section down below. As always, long live the point.